Welcome to the teaching ministry of Stephen Fraser and Life of Faith Bible Church, an outreach dedicated to helping you triumph in every area of life. Now here's Pastor Fraser with today's message. Man, I tell you what, that just stirred me up. That just stirred me up. Praise God. Of course, don't take too much. It shouldn't take too much to stir us up, right? You know, you go over to a pot of some nice chili or something. And, you know, you can't just let it just sit there on high the whole, the whole time, right? Well, what's going to end up happening? You know, the bottom of that pan's going to burn. The bottom, the bottom of that chili is going to end. It's just ruin the whole thing. That's, that's, that smell of burnt. Is going to be all throughout. That taste will be all throughout the whole, the whole chili. Just ruin the whole thing. Now you got to keep going over and stirring it. Right? Got to keep going over and stirring it. And, and you care about your chili. How many people care about their chili? Of course. You spend all that time preparing yourself some chili. And you got all those expensive beans in there and everything. I mean, you're going to make sure that you stir the pot. Right? You're not just going to walk away, yeah, whatever happens, happens. No, I mean, you, you, you're preparing this thing, you're going to stir the pot. Well, if you care that much about your chili, how about your own soul? Turn to somebody and say, stir the pot. Come on, somebody, you got to stir up the gift of God that's on the inside of you. You got to stir up that faith of God that's on the inside of you. You got to stir up that life of God that's on the inside of you. Don't just let it sit there and burn. And then you come to church smelling like that. Don't want to smell like a pot of burnt chili. Amen? Oh, praise God. Keep stirring the pot. Keep things moving. Glory be to God. So it don't take much to stir us up because we're stirring all the time. That's, that's what we do. We stir. We stir ourselves up. We stir one another up. We encourage each other in the Lord our God. We encourage one another in our faith. That's what we do. That's what we do. So it keeps us nice and fresh and tasty all the time. Glory be to God. No burnt Christians. Nobody's, I'm so burnt out. Well, you're burnt out because you haven't stirred the pot. That's the problem. You know, I don't know you can blame on everything else, but you're the one that's not stirring up the pot. Stir, stir it up. Stir it up what's on the inside of you. And you'll never get burned out. You'll never get burned out. Praise God forever. Let's look at Romans chapter 8, B, and that is a scripture that kept coming to me, and it flows well with what we're going to be ministering on today. Romans chapter 8, he says in verse 11, But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead... So who raised Jesus from the dead? The Spirit, the Spirit of Him, the Spirit of Him, the Spirit of our Father, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead if that Spirit dwells, lives in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. That's your flesh body. That's your physical body. Someday, our mortal bodies will be immortal. But that's not what he's talking about here. He's not talking about when we have immortal bodies. He's talking about giving life to your physical, mortal bodies. That's right now in this life. That's not in heaven. You're not going to have a mortal body in heaven. You're not going to have a mortal body after you've been resurrected physically. No, this is, this is before all that. This is in the here and now. He says, he who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So the spirit of God dwelling in you is in you with a purpose. And one of those purposes is to continuously feed life to your body, to continuously impart life to your body, to continuously to be energizing and strengthening your body. 
God is concerned about your body. God wants your body full of life. Yes, he cares about your spirit. That's where it all starts. It all starts in the spirit. When we get born again, we get a brand new spirit. Our spirits are resurrected from spiritual death. We're made spiritually alive. We are one spirit with the Lord. Our spirit, the Holy Spirit, they're together as one. I like to illustrate it this way. In the same way blood is to your body. Because the Bible tells us that the life of the flesh is in the blood. The life of the flesh is in the blood. And just as blood is to your physical body, so is the Holy Spirit to your spirit. So anywhere you prick your body, anywhere you prick your body, blood should come out. If blood does not come out, Prick it harder. Something's not right. Something's dead. There's no blood there. It's dead. Okay? So we need to have blood circulating through, think about that, through every part of our body. There's blood. You can't poke in an area and say, hmm, if I poke over here, I bet you there won't be any blood. There's blood all throughout our body. Right? Well, the natural is patterned after the spiritual. We know the Holy Spirit is the life of God, and he is our life. He is the life to our spirit. So when you get born again, you get pumped full of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is to your spirit the same way blood is to your body. In other words, wherever you poke you in the spirit, wherever your spirit gets pricked, What oozes out? The Holy Spirit. God. God oozes out of every part of your spirit. It isn't like Holy Spirit came to live inside your spirit and he occupies this little area right here. You know, he's in this little area in your spirit. No, 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 no. No, your spirit fits in your body in the same way your hand would fit inside a glove. And so your whole body is occupied by the spirit. Because we know, according to James, that the body without the spirit is dead. So if you take the spirit out of the body, the body dies. So our entire bodies are filled with our spirit. Our spirit fits inside our body just like, like I said, a glove or a hand fits inside a glove. And then the Holy Spirit, he flows through our entire spirit just like blood flows through our bodies. So the Holy Spirit is all throughout us. And he says he will quicken, he'll give life to your physical body. He will ooze out into your physical body. If you mix faith. If you mix faith with the promise. If you believe God, then he won't just be in your spirit, but he will energize your body. He'll give life to your body. Man, we're talking about the life of God. The life of God is overwhelming to death. When the life of God came into the tomb where they had laid Jesus' body. Come on. When the life of God came in there, death was gone. It didn't matter how bad of a death Jesus died. It didn't matter what they did to his body. It doesn't matter they drained all the blood and water out of him. When the life of Jesus came into his physical body, that entire body came back to life again. That heart started pumping. It started creating blood. It started putting things in place that had gotten torn up and ripped up through all the torture that Jesus went through. I mean, it just repaired and fixed the whole thing. Because it's the life of God. I mean, you can go all the way back to Adam in the very beginning. God formed his body from the ground. Formed his body from the ground, put everything, all the organs, everything in place. But it, it was dead. It was dead. It was in critical condition. I mean, it was worse than critical. It was dead. But then all God had to do was just... Breathe his life, his spirit into man's nostrils. And once that life of the spirit of God went in there, his entire body was working. And you know his body was working good. It was a supernatural, super strong physical body that Adam had. 
because the life of God took some dirt, just took dirt, man, and put life in it. And you have this incredible being now walking on the face of the earth. And then when man sinned, he disconnected from that life. But when we turn back to Jesus, he breathes back into us again. And that same resurrection life that raised up a sack of dirt that caused Adam to rise up, causes us to rise up in new life. Hallelujah. So our spirits are full of him again. And it's pumping through our soul, through our brain cells, through every cell of our body, through our life. And we believe right now the life of Jesus is working in us. That same life that raised Jesus from the dead, it's resurrecting everything in us right now. It's quickening our bodies right now. My God, we're getting strong right now. And all we got to do to activate it is believe. I mean, Jesus met up with some people in some really bad situations physically. I mean, they were in critical condition, terrible condition. And Jesus would turn, I mean, people blind their whole time. I mean, we're not talking about just eyeglasses. They need some eyeglasses. They're blind. Some people didn't have eyeballs. And he would say to them, only believe. My daughter's dead. Only believe. Only Believe. That's all, that's all you have to do is believe, and the resurrection life of God does the rest. Hallelujah. Somebody say, resurrection life is in me now. So let's look at it again. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in Charlie. Now you got to realize, he's talking to you. Dwells in who? Well, look at it. Dwells in you. He's talking to you. Does he dwell in you? That's the if. That's the if. If he dwells, if he does, if he dwells in you, then what's going to happen? He's going to give life to your physical body. Man, it don't have to come from heaven. It don't have to come from far off. I mean, your spirit having already been born again is full of that life now just believe it flows it flows into your physical bloodstream and goes everywhere it just circulates life circulates through every part of your physical body ha causing health strength because that's what life is it is health it is strength it destroys disease. It destroys viruses. It destroys every kind of sickness. It just destroys it, consumes it in Jesus' name. Let's look more into this life. This life that God has put in us, has given to us. Proverbs chapter 3. Let's look what it says here in verse 1. It says, My son... Do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For because length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Notice that God's words will add days to you. Long life. To you. How many people want to live long on the earth? Well, notice we say, he says, don't forget my law. But let your heart keep my commands. Thank God for God's commands. God's law, God's commands are great. They're wonderful. Look what they do for you. He says, if you'll keep them, if you won't forget them, they're going to add length of days. To you. They're going to give you a long, long, satisfying life. Long, satisfying life. And peace they will add to you. Notice verse 5. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Aren't you glad you don't have to figure life out? All you got to do is just know him. Acknowledge in him. Acknowledging him at every turn. Just bring God into it. 
Bring the Lord into it. Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He will direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Why? It will be health, health to your flesh, and strength to your bones. Everybody say health and strength to my bones. How many people know your spirit doesn't have any bones? Your spirit doesn't have any bones. He's talking about your, your body. Your body is what has bones. I think that's quite obvious that we're talking about your body here. And notice he's saying obeying God, following him, keeping his commandments is going to give you health. It'll, let's go back in verse 8. It will be health to your flesh. That's pretty plain, isn't it? Health to your flesh. And strength to your bones. Now, that's if you trust in the Lord. Notice verse, uh, chapter 4. 4 and in verse 22. He said, my son, give attention to my words. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them. And here it is again. Health to all their flesh. Health to all their flesh. So go back again to Proverbs 3. And in verse uh, 5, he says, trust in the Lord. With all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. If you acknowledge him in all your ways, he'll direct your paths. Don't be wise in your understanding. Verse 8, it'll be health to your flesh. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Verse 8, it'll be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Proverbs 4, he says, for his word is life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. So notice, trusting in God and his word, both are doing the same thing. Their life to your flesh. Their health to your bones. They'll heal your body. Their life to those who find them. Health, and actually that can be translated, the word health can also be translated medicine. Medicine to all your flesh. Well, notice you put trust and the word of God together because God's word produces trust in God. See, how do you get trust in God? You go to his word. When you get in his word, his word produces trust. And obviously, it'd be trusting him with your physical condition. Trusting in him comes from hearing from him, hearing from his word. His word causes you to trust him. And in its context, he's talking about trusting him concerning your physical condition, concerning your physical life, your life in this world. You're trusting him for that. So his word reveals how God's going to take care of your body. He's going to keep you healthy. It's quite obvious it's God's will for you to be healed. It's God's will for you to be healthy, for you to be strong, your body to be fully functional, functioning in the perfection in which he created it to function. So it's as we get in the word that we learn of this and we can trust him with our physical bodies and thus it's medicine, it's life, it's healing to us. Now remember, we're over here in the Old Testament. And the Bible says that the new covenant is actually a better covenant established on better promises. So we're looking at the old covenant. Under the old covenant, they had and we have healing. We have healing. Very clear. And we're going to see a lot more about that. But we even have a better covenant. Well, how would it be a better covenant if you took the healing away and said, well, now that doesn't belong to you today. That's, you know, that's old covenant, that's Old Testament, that doesn't belong to us today. Well, then trusting in God doesn't belong to us today. But then just like we read over in Romans 8th chapter, that resurrection life of God, that's what we have under the new covenant. It's a better covenant. So I got news for you. God's word is medicine. Trusting in God, faith in God is medicine to your body under the old covenant, under the new covenant, we don't just have medicine. We have a vaccine. We have a vaccine. 
Praise God. Do you want to learn about your vaccine this morning? Praise God. What is a vaccine? A vaccine is something that is made from weakened or killed forms of the disease-causing microorganism. You know, you get these diseases, they're microorganisms, a sickness, a virus, it's a microorganism that gets in a person's body and afflicts them, causes them to become sick. So what they actually do with the vaccine is they actually give you of that particular, whatever particular disease it is, whatever particular virus it is or sickness it is, they actually take a, we could say, a defeated form of it, a weakened form of it, one that actually won't or is not supposed to make you sick. And they put this vaccine in you and it provides immunity to that particular infectious disease. When they give you the vaccine, it makes you immune to the disease that is in that particular vaccine. So that's comforting to know when you go get a vaccine, they're going ahead and giving you a little bit of the disease. They're giving you a little bit of the virus. They're giving you a little bit of that sickness. They're putting that in your body, but it's a weakened or killed form. We could say a defeated form of that sickness, disease, microorganism. So you have a defeated form of it already in your body. Your body has already seen it defeated. And so when that sickness or disease comes into contact with your body to try to afflict you, your body rises up and says, oh, you're, you've already been, I've already defeated you. You've already been defeated in here. You've already been conquered in here. You're already under my feet in here. And your body just overwhelms it. Your body is no longer a victim of it. Praise God. That's a natural vaccine. But we have a spiritual vaccine. How many people know that Jesus, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 8, why don't we look at it? In verse 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Jesus not only became sin for us. And by the way, he became every sin for us. He became every sin. He who knew no sin became sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So Jesus, he became sin. He became a sinner. He became sinful when he went to that cross. That's why he descended down into the center heart of the earth, into hell, and took the full punishment for sin upon himself. He had become a sinful thing. But praise God, but because he himself had never sinned, and it was our sin that he became afflicted with, hell couldn't hold him. And Jesus rose from the dead. The Spirit of God raised Jesus from the dead. And having had all sin put in him, he conquered it. He defeated it when he rose from the dead. But not only did he have our sins, not only did he have our sins in his body, but the Bible says he himself took our infirmities. He bore our sicknesses. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And what is under the curse of the law? Well, he begins to name every kind of terrible thing. But one of the things he says in verse 61 of Deuteronomy 28, also every sickness and every plague or disease which is not written in the book of this law Will the Lord bring upon you until you are destroyed? That's a part of the curse of the law. That's what he's talking about here in Deuteronomy 28. He's talking about the curse of the law. And it concludes with, after naming all kinds of sicknesses and diseases, all kinds of terrible things, it says that also anything that's not mentioned here, every sickness, every disease that you might ever face in life, is a part of the curse of the law. And the New Testament says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. So Jesus 
took our sins into his body. He took every sickness, every disease, every curse into his body. And then died. Died physically. Full of sickness and disease. But then... The Spirit of God entered into him, raised him from the dead, thus defeating every sickness, every disease, and every sin that had afflicted him. He defeated it all. Hallelujah. So in him is the defeat of every spiritual microorganism. The root of every sickness and disease. The root cause of every sin. That very sin nature of the devil. All of it. All of it. Is in him. He has it. And he has given it to us. First John. First John. Chapter 3. Thank God for the vaccine. We've got a vaccine, folks. Not just for one virus. Not just for one kind of sickness. Jesus had every sickness, every disease put in him. And he killed it. He defeated it. He conquered it. Oh, hallelujah. He has, at worst, weakened it. It is weak. It is defeated. Jesus conquered it. And then the Bible says, watch this, 1 John chapter 3, verse 9, whoever has been born of God does not sin. Why? For his seed remains in him. His seed remains in him. And he cannot sin. Or we could say, he cannot be sick. He cannot be sick because he has been born of God. Come on, somebody. Get a hold of this. Because faith is what causes your vaccine to work. It's what causes your immunity to manifest. Thank God for immortality. But man... Before that, we have immunity. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. The day's coming, man. We're going to walk immortal in immortality. But for now, we've got immunity. Why? Because his seed, see, in him, in Jesus, in his seed is the defeat of every sickness and every disease. And so when you're born again, you have that injected into you. You have that injected into you, and now within you is the defeat of every sickness, of every virus, of every sin. It's already been defeated in you. And so your immune system rises up and says, that's already conquered. And not only do you have a physical immune system, you've got a spiritual faith immune system. And that's what we have to keep on. we got to keep our faith. Faith strong. Just like your, your physical immune system. You know, you, you eat the right foods and you nourish your body and it keeps your immune system strong. And the very fact that you have immune system... How many people know the devil didn't give you an immune system? How many people know that this didn't just happen? Do you know why you have an immune system? I'm talking physically. It's because God gave you one. So I think that says something about God's will for your life physically. That he even gave you a, 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 just a physical immune system. Something that fights sickness. Something that fights disease. Something that fights off things that would try to harm your body. Try to kill your body. God's put in you a defense system. That rises up and fights. Attacks anything that tries to attack your body physically. That's just in the natural. Now you throw on top of that. 
Throw on top of that our faith immune system. Our faith immune system. Well, let's look at what is an immune system. Immune system is a complex network of cells and proteins that defends the body against infection. The immune system keeps a record of every germ, every microbe it has ever defeated so it can recognize and destroy the microbe quickly if it enters the body again. That's pretty exciting. I'm going to read it again. It's a complex network of cells and proteins that defends the body against infection. Watch this. The immune system keeps a record of every germ, microbe, it has ever defeated. So it can recognize and destroy the microbe quickly if it enters the body again. His seed is in us. We have a record. We have a record. We have the word of God that reminds us. And we have within our born again spirit a record of every sin, every microbe demon, every sickness, every disease that Jesus defeated already. That he conquered. It's on the inside of us. And with our spirit, we recognize it. We rec- Not just with our physical bodies, but with our spirit. We recognize it. And quickly destroy any kind of sickness or disease that tries to invade our life. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Our faith immune system. Our faith immune system is a complex network of words and power that defends the spirit, soul, and body against infection, against disease, virus, illnesses, or any kind of contamination. Our spirit, through the new birth, has a record of every sickness that's been defeated. By Jesus, who's in us. That's who's in us. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. So Jesus said in John 16, verse 33, he says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. We could say you will have sicknesses, viruses, diseases, You'll have all these things in the world. You'll come in contact with these things. But be a good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have overcome all those things. I have defeated. I have killed it. I have conquered it. And that's why you can be a good cheer. Because if I have conquered it and my seed is in you, my DNA is in you, my vaccination is in you, then you overcome. Now, when a person gets a vaccine in the natural, does that mean they'll never be faced with symptoms of sickness and disease ever again? You know, you know with that vaccine? No, people still have symptoms, but your body has what it takes to defeat it, to conquer it. Right? Isn't that what I just read to you? Let's look at it again. The immune system keeps a record of every germ microbe it has ever defeated so it can recognize and destroy the microbe quickly if it enters the body again. So these things would try to enter your body again. So just because Jesus defeated it, it doesn't mean these things will not try to enter into your life and try to defeat you. But you have within you what it takes to rise up quickly and defeat it. You already have the defeat of it on the inside of you. You already have the victory of it on the inside of you to what? To overcome it and not be overcome by it. 
But see, some folks have the idea if they quote scripture and they say, well, I'm in faith about what the Bible says, why then am I dealing with symptoms? Then they throw out their faith. Something must not be working. Something must be terribly off. Something must be incredibly wrong with me. I must not have any faith because I'm dealing with symptoms. No, my friend. Symptoms will come. Temptations will come. Tribulation will come. But be of good cheer. How many people know you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Jesus defeated every sin. You understand that? Every kind of sin that a person could commit, Jesus, he was placed upon him. He who knew sin, he became that sin. And then he defeated it. He rose from the dead victorious over it. Is the firstborn among many brethren, born again. And so he already conquered these things. He conquered every sin. And now he puts that in you. He puts that victory on the inside of you. He, he puts the defeat of that thing on the inside of you. You have the defeat of those things. When he defeated it and imparted it to you, then the defeat of it became your victory over it. Does that mean you're never going to be tempted again to sin? No, you're going to be, you're going to be tempted. The devil's always going to, the tempter's going to keep trying to tempt you. He's going to try to tempt you. However, anything he tempts you with, you've already defeated it. Or at least that's what your faith immune system tells you. Your faith immune system tells you because it has his seed in it. It has his seed in it. And so your faith immune system, it tells you, I've already whipped that thing. I already beat that thing. I trampled that thing. I spoiled that thing. I made a public spectacle of that thing. I triumphed over that thing. I've already get over here. It already conquered that thing. So a lot of folks, are, a lot of Christians are acting like they've never been vaccinated. They're over here trying to defeat this thing and they got to understand it's a, you've already defeated it. At least that's what your spiritual faith immune system will tell you. Because his seed is in you. You've already defeated that sin. Sin's already been whipped. Praise God, name the sin. It's been whipped. I whipped that. I beat that. Ooh, I trampled that. Hallelujah. Praise God. See, when those things come, when the devil brings those things, they just bring to your remembrance. What has already happened to that thing in times past? See, all these bondages come just to remind you of how they have already been defeated in your life. They just come and they just remind. Symptoms come, you go, oh, oh, yeah. Hey, thanks for the reminder. Thanks for the reminder. See, when a symptom comes, it brings revival. It revives your remembrance of how you whipped that thing 2,000 years ago. How you already conquered that thing. And I mean, you made a fool of it. You know you did. You didn't just squeak your way out of that thing. You made a public spectacle of it. That's what the Bible says in the book of Colossians. You've already made a public spectacle of the thing. So you see, when a sickness comes, it only comes to remind you. It'll, it just comes to remind you, you've already defeated that thing. You've already conquered that thing. You've already got the victory over that thing. Hallelujah. With every sneeze, you should shout. See, we shouldn't get uptight about it. You shouldn't get uptight about it. Hush, hush, hush. Why do I feel this way? That shouldn't be your response. It should be like, ha, 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 ha. Woo, I remember this. I remember this. This is that virus. This is that sickness, man. I whipped. I defeated. Woo, hallelujah. 2,000 years ago in Christ Jesus. Because his victory over it is my victory over it. Man, it should come to your remembrance quickly. Quickly. Every sneeze should be attached to a shout. Come on. We don't get depressed over it. We get excited. Because we've already been there. Been, in, been there, done that. Been there, done that. You know, it's kind of like a boxer, you know. He gets in the ring with somebody he already whipped three times. Now he's getting in the ring with this guy again. 
And it's like, it's you again. I remember the last time, last couple times, you and I got in a ring together. Are you coming back for another beating? That's got to be your attitude. I mean, you're not afraid of that thing. You know how to, you've beat him before. You know how to beat him again. Been there, done that. I know your weaknesses. I know your strengths. I know what you can do. I know what you can't do. And you're in big trouble. I've got experience here. You and I have experience with every sin, every sickness, every disease through Jesus, through his experience. His experience has been imparted into you through the new birth. You have his seed in you and it works like a vaccine that makes you immune. That makes you immune. Somebody say, I'm immune. Praise God. Someday we'll say we're immortal, but right now we're immune. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God forever. What does it mean to be immune? That means to be protected, resistant, not subject, unsusceptible. Say it with me. I'm unsusceptible to sickness, to disease. I'm resistant. Hallelujah. We're resistant to it. So it doesn't mean it doesn't come. It doesn't mean temptations in the form of symptoms don't come. But we're resistant to it. Resistant to any kind of infection, any kind of disease or toxin. We're not vulnerable anymore. Talking about being immune. We're not vulnerable anymore. Not affected or influenced by it anymore. Because we got the victory over it. Oh, hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God forever. So under the old covenant, we have medicine. Under the new covenant, we have a vaccine. I mean, folks, we are well covered. Somebody say, life is working in me now. See, we're hearing the word of God. It's life to those who find it. It's medicine to all their flesh. We're hearing it right now, and it's working. It's doing what it says it would do. It would strengthen you, strengthen your bones, heal your body. And it's by hearing the word of God that our faith immune system is strengthened. Because your immune system is made up of word and power. We could say the word and the spirit. That's what makes up your immune system. So you got to feed it. Feed your immune system with the word of God. Feed, 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 feed your immune system with the word of God. Hallelujah. So how many people want to do that right now? Let's feed it a little bit more spiritual food. In Proverbs chapter, let's go back again to Proverbs chapter... Three, and we actually have a powerful teaching series. And just now is a good time to just fill yourself up on these things concerning divine healing. This is a time to just fill yourself up on what the Word says about these things and build up your spiritual immune system. Build up your faith. Build up the word and power of God that's on the inside of you. So fill yourself up. So we did a, a series. I did one a while back. And it was caused, called uh, Wisdom for Long Life and Health. Something like that. I might not have it 100%. But it's something like that. And uh, it's out there in our bookstore. Get it? There's several teaching series out there. The Healing Techniques of Jesus. That's another good one. I really like that because there's so many different ways people got healed through the ministry of Jesus. And how people know, not only do you and I want to walk in divine health, enjoy the divine health that he's given to us, but we want to know how to bring healing to others. He said, believers will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So we want to know how to, how to successfully bring a recovery to other people, how to bring healing to others. Bring the medicine of God's word to others till we can get them vaccinated, born again. Got to get them born again. 
But we, got, we need to become skillful at these things. You don't get skillful not exercising, not studying, not working these things. So, so we need to get aggressive. Need to get aggressive. So here in Proverbs 3, in verse... Let's go, we've already looked at several verses here in just chapter 3 alone, but let's look at verse 13. Happy is the man who finds wisdom. Praise God. Is anybody happy in the house this morning? Have we found some wisdom this morning? He says in verse 16, length of days is in her and wisdom's right hand. And in her left hand, riches and honor. So length of days, that's talking about healing, talking about the health of your body. And then length, length of days, and he throws in there riches and honor. That's what wisdom will do for you. Is it God's will for you to be healthy? Is it God's will for you to be rich? Uh, Not everybody. Of course, God don't want everybody to be rich. That's another whole message. We can get off on that too, can't we? No, it, it comes with the wisdom package. Comes with the wisdom package. When you get wisdom, you get healthy. When you get wisdom, you get long life. There's a wisdom that'll cause you to live long. There's a wisdom that'll make you rich and bring you honor. And it's the wisdom of God. So let's not die a dummy. Let's live long. Let's live long and strong. Can you say amen? How about chapter 4, verse 4? It says, He also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Again, keep his commandments and live. There's life attached to the word of God. Verse 10. Hear my son, receive my sayings. And what's going to happen? Years of your life will be many. I mean, how many times has God got to tell us that his will for us is to live a long life? And that by keeping his word, laying hold of his wisdom, that's exactly what we'll have. We don't have to fear premature death. We can live until, like Psalm 91 says, till we're satisfied. Hallelujah. A satisfied Life. Now, different people get satisfied at different times. You know, how long is long? Well, until you're satisfied. And you being satisfied might be different from somebody else being satisfied. And I believe the key to being satisfied is simply fulfilling what God has called you to do here on the earth. Walk in his wisdom, obey his word, accomplish what you know he had for you to do, finish it, just like the apostle Paul said, Towards the end of his life, he said, I have finished my race. And he was ready to go. He laid his life down. He was ready to die. Because why? He was satisfied. He did everything he was supposed to do. How people know there's things for you to accomplish in life. There's things to you to attain to. There's things you're to be receiving from God. You're on a mission from God. You have a mission. You're here to accomplish the mission. You're not here just to exist. You have a purpose. There is a purpose for your life. You need to know that. We're not just wandering through life. Whatever happens, happens. Well, maybe it's time for me to go. Maybe it's God's will for me to be sick. Maybe it's God's will. There's nothing in the word that validates those words. Nothing. It's never God's. That's not God's will. No, God's got a purpose for you to fulfill. And we're going to fulfill that purpose for our life. And once we do that, then I believe we'll be satisfied. And we'll say, I'm done. I'm ready to go. And then we'll let ourselves die. We'll let our bodies die. But until then, we're not going to let our body die. We're just not going to let it die. We're going to finish what he's called us to do. Hallelujah. You mean we have charge over it? Yeah, because we've been vaccinated. We've been vaccinated. We have what it takes to fight it off. Praise God, because we already have fought it off. In Jesus, it's already been defeated. It's already been defeated. Uh, Notice in verse 10 again, hear my son, receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. Verse 20, 
My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Verse 22, for they are life to those who find them, health to all their flesh. Chapter 5, verse 23 of chapter 6, for the commandment is a lamp and the law is a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. I love when God reproves me, corrects me. Why? Because it's the way of life. His correction brings life to you. So many people get sad when they get corrected. Get happy. Why? Because it brings life. It brings life to you. Chapter 7, verse 1. My son, keep my words and treasure my commandments within you. Keep my commands and live. There it is again. Live. And my law as the apple of your eye. That word keep there, keep my commandments, it means to retain, to protect, guard. To wait for, to celebrate, to perform. Man, we need to celebrate God's commands. Celebrate His Word. Why? Because it's life to us. There's a, lot, there's a good reason to celebrate. It's life to us. Chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse 12. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. Then you jump to verse 25 and talking about wisdom, excuse me, verse 35. And he says, for whoever finds me, there's wisdom again, finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. There it is again, finding what? Life, life. Notice you get the words, you get life. Everybody say the word is life. It's health to my body. It's a real 9-11 to the devil. Yeah, yeah, look right here, chapter 9, verse 11. It says, for by me, talking about wisdom, your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, that's the devil's 9-11. Praise God. He's got a 9-11. And it's uh, God adding years and years to your life. Ooh, hallelujah. Praise God. You know, you just never know sitting here right now what it might be doing to your life. It's amazing to think that coming to church today, being involved in this service today, could extend your life if you take hold of the Word and the Spirit that is here. The Word and the Spirit that's coming forth isn't just to educate you. Educate your head, teach you something. No, man, it's to revive. It's to strengthen and fortify your spirit and impart to you the very things you're hearing. Life, health, long life. Ooh, praise God. So if the service is going a little bit too long for you, it's okay. You'll have many more years to catch up on everything else you got to do in life, friend. Because this is adding years to your life. At least some days. Maybe a couple hours. Praise God. Well, how many people know? If it's adding a couple hours, stay a little later and add a couple more hours. And add a couple more hours. Praise God. Let's extend our life. That's God's will. Can you say amen? Man, I encourage you, go through just the book of Proverbs alone. Get that series out there. And here, as I go into more detail on each, each, each one of these verses and things, and just how there is wisdom in the Word of God for you to live a long and healthy life. Can you say amen? And we're going to do it. I said we're doing it. Right? Praise God. We've got medicine, and we've got a vaccine. We got it. We got what it takes. Praise God. I'd love to do a little test on all of you right now. Take the word of God and just do a little test on you. Come here. Come here. This is how you do a test. You test positive, sir, 
for healing, for life, for blessing. Praise God. Who else wants to test? Let me change that out. (laughs) You test negative for the devil. Negative for sin. Praise God forever. Man, I'm about ready to go around and get everybody a test. Let's get tested. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Now, if anybody does get that test, they, they, they put something up your, up your nose there. They get up into your sinuses, and that's, that's how they test you. But remember, Jesus was there first. When you were born again, God breathed into your nostrils the breath of life, the spirit of life, and you became a living being. So whatever they would say is there, bless God, the life of Jesus has gone before it and has said, I've already conquered you, I've already defeated you, and you're on your way out. Woo, hallelujah. Come on, stand on your feet and give God a shout this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo, praise his name forever. Praise his name for Isn't that exciting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's working. So anything that comes, we don't fear it, it coming. We don't sit and go, why is it happening? I've been confessing God's word. Well, you've been confessing your word so that when it does come, when these things do come, because in the world they do come, then your body knows what to do with it quickly. It rises up. It has a record of every sickness, every disease, every germ Jesus defeated. He's defeated it already. So it has that record on the inside of you. So it recognizes it and destroys the thing quickly whenever it tries to enter your body. Whenever it tries to mess with you. Devil tries to tempt you and you get to shout. You get excited. Something revives in you. Something gets stirred up on the inside of you. It's the life of Jesus. And it quickens your mortal body. Hallelujah. Releases that life of God all throughout your body that has already conquered and defeated every wicked thing the devil would try to throw at us. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Say it with me. Say, I have been vaccinated. I have the vaccine of the Lord Jesus. His seed is in me. I cannot be sick. I cannot sin. I cannot be defeated by what he's already defeated. And I've already defeated. I've defeated it in him. He's defeated it in me. So I can't be defeated by what's already been defeated in my life. I am healthy. The life of God courses through. Every cell of my body. Life. Health. Long life. It belongs to me. It's a part of me. Death. Hell. Destruction. Has no place in me. It's defeated. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm healed. I'm strong. Body. You're healed. You're strong. You're healthy. You're getting better and better. Stronger and stronger. I'm not afraid of any virus, any sickness, or any disease. It's been defeated. I have the victory. Life. Life fills me now. I'm one with life. I'm full of life. Health in Jesus' name. Praise God. My bones are strong. My bones are strong. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. That disease, that sickness, praise God. It's being attacked right now. It's being quickly overcome right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. Anybody that's dealing with any kind of disease, any kind of sickness in their body, Lord, we thank you. Right now, we're quickly overcoming it. 
Your seed in us is quickly overcoming it. Your life in us is quickly overcoming it. Woo, hallelujah. Supernatural. Supernatural recovery. Supernatural restoration. Right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 That concludes this message. For more information about Life of Faith Bible Church or Stephen Fraser Ministries, go to our website at lofbc.org. While you're there, be sure to check out the many other teaching series and books by Stephen Fraser. That website again is lofbc.org. And you can always call 888-542-2555. We trust today's message has encouraged your faith and strengthened your spirit to live the victorious life. And until next time, remember, we always triumph and we always win.